Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the World of Ink Network, founded in 2011 by Virginia Grenier and Marsha Cook. Their vision was to start a radio show that helped writers reach their dreams. The World of Ink has a wonderful group of hosts who are dedicated to delivering shows to entertain and inspire listeners. The World of Ink Network shares resources that introduce tips, products, and services to help strengthen, support, and challenge those who love writing and the written word. Their hope is to bring not only authors, illustrators, and publishers together, but screenwriters, directors, and producers. New to the network will be a variety of special shows, bringing not only entertaining shows, but informative discussions on timely subjects. To learn more about us, go to www.worldofinknetwork.com or visit us on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Thank you for your support and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. It's Marsha Cook, and it's a good story. It's a good story. I'm World of Ink, and um, it's late tonight for me, but it's, well, actually, I'm up always, but this is a later time, but I have a great guest, Sammy Montana, and I'll bring him out in a minute. And um, I want to just give you a couple little info, some information about Virginia's having a show on Friday. And actually, Monday, she's having a show, and I am going to have some shows in December, which I said I wasn't, but as everybody knows after six years that I say I'm not having shows and then I am. So uh, Virginia will be on on Monday, and then Willow will have a show next week also. Um, tonight we're going to have, um, we're going to talk about something that I promised everybody that we're going to keep talking about is screenwriting, and um, and I have one of the best people out there that can give you a lot of information. I know him for years. I haven't talked to him in a lot of years, and He's been in the business for a long while, and he will. I mean, when I bring him out, he'll t- tell you what he does. He's been around, and so this will help everybody tonight. And um, I promise to keep bringing you shows like this because I know that a lot of you have books and also want them into scripts, and you want to know how to do this. So I'm going to bring Sammy right on instead of we'll talk anything else that I would want to say. So, Sammy, hi, who are you? Hi, Marcia. I'm so happy to have you. I really am, and I'm so happy that um, – well, we have a lot of people that will be listening archived because it is late, but um, all of these shows are live, and then they're on our sites, WW World of Ink Network, for years. So, um, And I see you've been doing so many new things since I've talked to you, so maybe you want to share <laughs> what some of the things you have been doing because you have been in the business for a long time. Yeah, um, I, uh, I, I, after um, the last thing I did was, was management, but uh, after doing that for a few years, um, the, the time felt right for me to focus on, on writing, which is the initial um, reason that I actually entered the business in the first place. And then somehow <laughs> I veered off and started doing yeah, theater acting, right. and I went to Stella Ever Academy. All, I, and know. Then, I know, and then... <laughs> And then suddenly I'm doing something else. Then I'm developing. Then I'm management. So anyway, but all but everything, you know, it it came, you know, it's it's uh, you know, it's a um, it's a full it's circle. A, yeah, it's it comes, a journey. You, know, you have to know yeah, a, a full lot. Circle. Once you do all of this, then you understand a lot of different things because it helps to do all of these things to get you where you need yeah. to go. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I can tell you that now that I'm focusing on, um, I mean, I, I do my script consulting and I'm focusing on my writing. And now that I'm doing that, had I not done these other things, I would not have had, there were so many things I would not have known. I mean, right, exactly. I still get query letters to this day from writers and I know, and I think, wow, if, yeah. if I was a writer right now, had I not done these things, I may have been doing some of these same mistakes. And it, it, it's easy at first when you look at query letters, just as an example, uh, to, you know, to look at query letters and judge and go, oh, this person, don't write a query letter. But they, they actually, a lot of them actually really don't know that they're making mistakes in, in, in how they're yeah. writing a query letter. But that's something you learn from, that's one of the aspects that you learn 
from uh, from working in you know different capacities in the business. Even if you just do one thing, even if you just work as a reader, or it's you still learn. But if you just yes, jump you into screenwriting, it's a whole whole different you deal. You almost than, can't now because you know you really have to know a lot of different things. You know, like well, when you were working with Trankus, you know, you were. I mean, Halloween is one of the most well known. <laughs> I mean. If you mention Halloween, who doesn't know what that movie was? So, I mean, you started out in a good place. Yeah, yeah, I did. And I think it, it, it actually helped me to um, to start at the bottom up with, um, you know, being, being a script reader because as a script reader, that was my primary job. There was nothing else. In the very, very beginning, I would read scripts. I would start out reading scripts. I would read, like, you know, good, bad scripts, whatever. And then as time went on, I realized as I learned and I was, I was trained, but unfortunately you can only be trained so much. You can't really train people in this business. There are some things you just no. have to learn by right. doing a lot. Yeah, you kind of and like hop in and hunt. stay in. You got to I mean, stay in well, though. You got to stay, you know, you got to stay in you it. You do. That's the thing. You do. You look, you, you read hundreds and thousands of scripts and which I is know. what I did. And I just, doing that and seeing what's being made and how things are written on the page made me realize that in the beginning, when you first start out reading as a reader, even if you just graduated from school and you think you know everything because you were taught theory in screenwriting classes or in film school, you realize what they taught you is like a small step and you need it and it would help. But if you didn't do it and you just started in this business, you would still be fine. You just would start at a much lower level. But if you went to school, yeah. you start at a tiny, tiny bit higher, and then you learn the rest. And go, you realize that you weren't taught some of this stuff in film school because some right. of it, it's like a job. It's on-the-job experience. It's like anything nowadays. It's on-the-job experience is 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 significantly uh, more important to a certain extent than just learning theory because sometimes it's good to have theory, but some things in theory don't work. They exactly right. There's no, you know, even though you would try, people would try to follow a formula, which you know, and I, I was looking at because you have a, your YouTube's out there and you have your website is really good and I have it's on our page and I'll be, you know, um, certainly after this be listening to all the YouTubes and sending the links out because you know, you when you are talking on the YouTube, you're talking directly. They're not. It's not about things that they don't have to know. It's things that they do have to know, and in a shortened version where they can understand it. Not like even on your website. Now I learned from Sid Field, you know, and um, I read all his books, and you know, a lot of it's, you know, his first books were outdated because they don't do a lot of that anymore. You don't have to write, you know, the cut to and all of that. But you got to start somewhere. And if people say they want to write a script, until they start it, you, you're not going to be able to do it. You can't have the great plan to write it. you got to start it. And then from there, I think you make the mistakes and then you fix it. Is, wouldn't you agree that that's, you know, a lot, a lot better? to you got to start something. You can't just keep it in your head. Absolutely yes. You gotta start, and you gotta you gotta tell yourself that the first thing you're gonna write, and who knows, maybe the second thing, and the third thing, and the fourth thing. But you start out with the first thing, and you gotta tell yourself right away. You don't have any uh, any hallucinations of a grandeur. You know right away that what you're writing is gonna be complete garbage, because yeah. it, when you when you're being creative in the beginning. Yeah. The creativity, your creative brain and your analytical brain are, they're not, they're very different, you know, they yeah. have different functions. So when you're writing stuff on the page, you let it out, you write it out, you'll, 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 you as you go along and you read scripts and you analyze, not just read scripts, but you have yeah. to analyze other scripts in detail and good scripts. Yeah. Once you do those things, the next script, the first script might not be salvageable or you might be one in a million uh, that is a genius, and somehow you manage to salvage the yeah. first script. But then the second <laughs> right. script, and yeah. second, and you get better and better and better and better and better. Yeah. And that's, I think that's true. That's how it I works. I think that's true. You know, and not everybody. You know, I used to always tell people when I was an agent. That's actually what uh, you know. I started to say when we met. You know, I have had clients, and I know you were always one of the. You were so fair about everything. You really, you read the work and you got back to people, and that was really good. And I actually read one of your posts, though, that you said on Facebook. You said, if somebody asks for your script, don't send it like four months later. 
Yeah. I think you wrote something like send it out. You know, it should be ready to go once you talk to someone and they want to read it. Don't send it in four to six months. You have to send it at that time so they'll remember that you just, you know, they just talked to you. Because six months yes, in a, in mean, a in movie life is like, you know, all of a sudden nobody's looking for that certain type of movie that you might want to, you know, my a production company might want to take. Yeah, exactly. You you when when you pitch it, when you pitch something, unless unless there's a specific uh, uh, reason, your agent or somehow somebody sent you in and they want to hear a pitch and they know it's not written, that's a different scenario. We're talking about. In 99% of scenarios where you're pitching to somebody, you're trying to sell them something, and you don't have it ready, you're doing a rewrite, yep. and you know the rewrite's yep. not going to be ready within 48 hours or something like very, very <laughs> you know, specific that. like that. It's true because you know so. you go like, okay, I'm going to finish this in a day, and that's like two months later. Because, you know, I, I'm very fussy, and I'm tough on myself, and if I, I could write one, if there's a line that doesn't make sense to me, and I keep I, I keep writing it till I get it right, because every line does mean something in a script. It's not like in a book where you have a lot of description. You have to, every line should be something, and when they're reading it, it should be a fast read, because if it's not, they're not going to accept it. They're not going to want to look at it. They're going absolutely, to use the thumb. Absolutely. They're going to use that thumb and go, "Oh my God, I can't look through this because there's so much text in it." There can be no wasted word and no wasted okay. sentence in the script. Um, you you might be able to get a lot, get away with that sometimes if it is, if there isn't too much with it in a book. Like I know, I know friends uh, that read books, and because I ask them, and I, you know, I like to see how other people read books, and my wife is like that too. It, it, they read books and they actually. <laughs> scan and they read ahead and then if they're like oh wait a minute I don't understand what's going on in this novel because yeah. I must have missed something they go back and they read just that section when they find it and they don't read anything else and then they go back they go forward again I know I know that that's you know and people read. yeah you know and you know that's funny that you said it because you know like I I saw you know because somebody was um, sent a book to me and they actually I know this is not what people want to hear but it really is easier if people would be able to write a list of characters like, you know, and then because people, if if they don't read a book all at once, they forget the character. So if you have a character list, I saw it and I thought, oh, I used to want to do that. And I actually did do it for a couple of scripts because, and I still, I'm going to do it for this book, whether, you know, because if I'm independently publishing this, the next one I do. And so I'm going to put it in because people do forget, you know, they don't always read the book straight through. And that's why when you have so much like description or and people they they like their eyes scan it but they don't they have to go back and you know and it does happen I've read a lot of books even in the tapes I was listening to Girl on a Train and when I I love audiobooks and I was listening to it but there were several times I had to keep going back because you know sometimes your mind isn't actually concentrating on certain things. And then you miss a part that might lead you to not understand the book or the script too. When you, when someone's writing a script, you have to go through it where people can understand what they're reading. Especially when you send it to a production company, if they don't understand it, that it's a rejection. That's the end of it. They're not going to be calling you and saying, "What did you mean?" Yes, <laughs> exactly. Which you know that. I, Which you know that. I, I've I've had time. I remember like one of the things writers love to love to do is to tell you, but but wait, let me explain what you. I'm like, so yeah. you're gonna go to the movie theater? You're gonna sit there and you need to explain it to people? Is that what you're gonna do? <laughs> right. You you do a lot of help for people. You you know I I really do want to talk about that because you your services that you offer on the website are really good. You know because writing a synopsis and a log line is to me, I'd rather write a book than do that because <laughs> it's so hard. What What are the mistakes people make when they do the log line? There's there's several, but um, some of the most common mistakes is that they they write it. They'll write something that this is one of one of my favorite ones. They'll write something and they'll tell you this is a log line when in fact it's a tagline. Yeah. They'll say something like um, they thought he was dead. Until he came yeah. back, and I'm thinking that's something that you have on a poster. I'm asking yeah. you to tell me the log line. 
like, I don't know if the TV Guide still exists, but it's, it's what you would find <laughs> in TV Guide yeah. or yeah. in Leonard Maltin's book, you know. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's what a log line is. Or when you're looking yeah. through the inf- info on your remote control on TV, trying to see, oh, what's this movie about? And it yeah. tells you the log line. It doesn't explain yeah. a whole one-page synopsis. So right. that, that's a good example. The best, I think the most effective log lines are the ones that are one sentence that yeah. tells you, what the character is, you don't have to, not the name of the character, because if you tell me John, I don't know who John is in the story, so tell me an account yeah. or whatever. Some, something yeah. that identifies him relevant to the story. The verb, the verb, that's a, that, that would be, you know, an action. Is, and then a yeah. little bit, like, very briefly about the problem. Yeah. And that's, it really is hard, though. You know, it sounds, you know, okay, write one sentence, but it is really, it's tough. You know, yeah. uh, Especially like even in a like in a comedy, I, I write romantic comedies. Well, go try to figure out something that shows that it's fun. you can't almost you know, uh, and and it is and if you write a logline that really doesn't apply to the once they read the script, people are not uh, production companies are not happy with you and agents are not happy when you make up something that sounds like a great logline and your script has nothing to do with it. It just sounded yeah. like a good log line to get the person <laughs> to read it, which you know yes, that is a, that is what they do. Absolutely, How about books absolutely. Oh, go, we'll finish um, that one. Go, go ahead. But let's just talk about the log line. You could finish. You were going to say something because that's important. Log oh line. yeah, no, I, I was I was just going to say that the um, the, the I, I think the most effective log lines are one sentences and one sentence. It, it can, sometimes and only sometimes and like. I, I even hesitate to say this, but on very rare occasions, it will work for two sentences. But I can tell you. Yeah, I know. I know. I, that. I remember it. I, know, I, remember, I, know. One, I yes. remember. You know what I mean? I remember one time yeah. in my head. I just don't even remember what the log line was that I heard that, that it, it, in two sentences it worked. But, but even then, most of the time, you can actually narrow it down to one sentence. And you write a bunch of log lines on a paper. You go this one, this one, this one, and try it out yeah. and read it out loud. And read it like you're the you know the movie announcer guy right. and see how it yeah. sounds. And if it doesn't sound like oh my god I got to see this movie, yep. You know then then you know you try another logline. Try you run it by somebody that you trust. Yeah. Loglines are one of my strengths. I, I I I've I've um I've been you know I've I, I've helped people when I, mean, when I was managing. I, I would help my writers. That that's what my writer a lot of times what my writers would tell me that they love. They'll give me loglines. I go, I, I don't know. They'll give me loglines. And the log the writing's good. The, the loglines are really bad, or some of them are okay. Yeah, because it them, is. It, it, it know, really is. It's just a very, it's yeah. a, it is. A, it's so tough to really get to the crux of what the what it's about. And, I mean, I think that people, you know, I, I, I did the same thing. I used to write down, like, on every script that I did, I would, you know, write log line after log line after log line. And um, then I shouldn't say this, but I will. Um, actually, I sometimes had some of my clients write a couple log lines, and then I would send them in. And then for my own, I used to um, write like a lot of different log lines and name it different, um, give a name to the script to see which one worked. Because if somebody asked to read the script, that meant that they got what I meant. And the other ones didn't work, because I think that some don't work, no matter how you work on it. It just doesn't work. And like you said, the script can be great, and then that log line doesn't work, and no one's going to look at the script. And that's that's the business, and that's hard. You know, you you feel like you you shouldn't feel like I've done this for like twenty years, trying to tell people don't give up, but people do give up. You know, and I'm, you know, and I, I know that you're adamant also about people keeping in the business. Just keep, don't give up because it's not easy to stay in it. Do you have people yes, that give up absolutely. a lot now? I mean, I have, I, I still see people that I had as clients. They're still out there, but occasionally I see them pitching the same stuff that they did years ago and they haven't changed anything. Sometimes you have to, you know, change something or write something else. You can't keep sending yes. the same stuff over and over again. I've actually had the same people very often. They they would pitch me 
their uh, the particular log line of a script or the several log lines of several different scripts. And I don't even know the person. I've never met him. But because yep. they've emailed me so many times in the past few years, I know their name. I know yeah. where they're writing from. And yeah. I know the names <laughs> of these scripts and what each one is about. And I haven't even read them. And yeah. so I, after, in the beginning, I'm like, I can't respond to every single email. Obviously, I can respond I to the ones that I'm interested in. But after a while, I thought, nobody's, it doesn't look like anybody's telling them anything because they're not learning. So I know that. if they're sending me that, then they're going to, they need to, they need to see because one day they're going to get a reaction like they're one, they're like the one they're about to get from me. So they need to yeah. get it now. Better to get it from me than from some producer. So what I did yeah. was, and I only did this a few times. I would respond to them and say, "You pitched me this a few years ago. Did you know that?" And yeah. I, and if I have their old email, I'll tell them you pitched it to me, and you know, in 2013 or something. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and I'll tell them you pitched it and. And I'm yeah, I, I had that with clients, though. So occasionally they didn't want to tell me that they had used somebody else. So I sent it out, a log line that somebody did, and um, then the person got the script, and they had already seen it under another name. You know, because people do remember a lot of times. So, you they know, do. you're better yes. off being honest. They, didn't, they weren't honest with me. They didn't tell me that. And at the time, I read everybody's scripts that, you know um, – like now, I find it difficult for me to read books. I, I, I'm writing and I'm doing shows, and I, I can't read all the books. So my shows usually are more about writing and not exactly about their book because I see people that come on other shows. I hear people, and they're telling the whole book. By the time they're off the show, who wants to read their book? They don't because they know all the characters and everything, you know, and I'm used to the fact of like if somebody wants to read something, you can just give them a little bit and then if they want to read it, they read it. You can't give them the whole, like the script, like in the synopsis, I mean, I thought a short synopsis is good, Um, just one or two paragraphs. What do you think? Um, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's written well. It's not yeah. so much the amount. It's more the, yeah. the quality of it. If yeah. written well, it can do wonders. I, I I think in general when they're pitching, better to pitch, better to use your strengths than your weaknesses. So if your weakness is log lines, if your strength is log lines, excuse me, then use log yeah. lines. Don't write a synopsis in a query letter. If yeah. your strength is synopsis, then write synopsis. But if it's a story, you write a synopsis, you're going to have to write a log line too. So get somebody to help you with the log line. Yes, and that's see that's what you're offering, and okay, and you also you said you're going to have an article out, so that will be really yeah, good I, in Script Magazine, you know, about this yeah. because it's yeah query letters, uh, you know, people, you know, you it is hard to write. I mean, and you know, unfortunately, you know, the person, you know, I like the production companies from the past, they had a lot of staff. That's not the case anymore. So they don't really have, I mean, years ago they had a lot of people working in offices, you know, in the production offices, but I don't think it's the same now, is it? I mean, where, you know, there, were, there just seemed to be so many other people that could be reading, some would read the scripts, some would read the log lines, but I think they've cut down on help. Is that true? Yeah, I mean, they, there's there's less and less. Um, production companies, but the, the, yes. the interesting thing about all of that is, even though there's less and less production companies, and some of them are not in business or they've they've merged with somebody else. Yeah, there's a lot um, of those. The, yeah. There have been new ones that have been popping up, so it's opened up doors for other new ones. So it, that yeah. which, which is constantly the case, but the new ones that open up, even if they are you know well-known producers or whatever. If they hire more staff and they have more people to pay, so sometimes they yeah. have just one person working for them, or depending how yeah. big the outfit is. Now, what? Now, when people, you know, like, what genre do you think? You know, because I know that it was always tough for people. You know, they would say, you know, a lot of times when you call production companies or agents, they don't know what they're really looking for sometimes, and um, and that's, you know, I remember one time calling somebody. They go like, "Well, I don't want." Um, they don't want a historical. I don't want any sci-fi. I'm not sure if I want a romantic comedy, but maybe I do. But I really, then they'd go like, yeah, I do want one. I want it to be like Judd. I said this the other, I think last week, I, they they wanted a Judd Apatow, you know, script. Okay, I went like, that's all they were looking for at that time. 
any romantic comedy had to be one like his. Well, who could write like? I mean, that's his. That's who he is. You know what I mean? And they, if it wasn't like that, they wouldn't look at it. And how, I don't think Judd in those years even knew that every script was going to be so successful. You know, he didn't know what was. You don't know what's a success until it's actually out there. I mean, how do you feel about that? You know, when you when when people say, "What are you looking for?" That's a hard question sometimes to answer. Yeah, that the, there there is um, there there's two two sides to that, uh, two answers to that. Um, one is that they actually don't know what they're looking for. Right. However, so yeah. so you just write the best possible script, depending what your goal is. That's what I think. I agree. With if you. it's if it's to work for a studio or whatever, you have to write certain types of scripts, not studio scripts, but kind of like specific types of scripts that are commercial. Um, but if your goal is not to work for a studio to get rewrites or, or to get writing assignments, you write different types of scripts. Yes. But there is true. there is one thing to keep in mind though. Even though they don't know what they're lo- what what they want to look at, in general, they do know what they don't want to see. So yeah. if you're if you're paying attention, so you can't necessarily rely on them by asking them that question. Uh, you just look at the market and look at the consistency of the past few years, and you'll see. For example, romantic colonies that's been fairly consistent over the past few years. Yeah. Um, that it's there's no market for it because the international market uh, changed. However, yeah, just because they don't want it now doesn't mean if you write something really good that yeah. it might just they might go oh I normally was not looking for a romantic comedy but this blew my mind it has an interesting twist to it let me show it to this person who's been wanting to produce yeah. a romantic comedy maybe an actor wants to produce it so they take it and they show it to that person but. But keep in mind that you're 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 kind of playing uh, um, you're 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 playing you know you're rolling the dice you're playing a game that you don't know what's going to happen. But if you want right. a little bit more cer- certainty, even though certainty is a strong word for this business, but certainty in an uncertain business, it's to write what what basically you look at the market. Just know what you're writing, whether it's commercial or not. You can write whatever you want. Just know yeah. whether it's commercial or not. Be realistic. Don't yeah. write it thinking that, okay, I'm trying to be commercial or I'm trying to be different. If you think about yeah. all of those, you can go in complete extreme directions that won't work. So the best thing to do is to look write at the market. Story. Now that you and have the knowledge, yeah. write a good story. That's yeah. it. The story could have been the, the movie Buried was mostly in a guy in a coffin. You know the the movie Cube, which was a Canadian film, and now they yeah. they've bought the rights to, and they're going to remake American film. Was inside like a a, a maze. The, yeah. You know there were so there's so many movies like that. You know Paranormal yeah. Activity was in a house primarily. Saw was in a, was like an almost well it, it was in a few locations, but they're indoors, and so it's technically yeah. one location. So, but they were good stories. The first saw. So yeah. it's just you know the idea is to tell a good story the movie rope alfred hitchcock and i know that's a really really old example yeah but well, no, but those are the, rope, those are actually very good examples the older movies because they really are good so <laughs> a lot of yeah them. they were they were so dependent on stories rope every time yeah. the guy had a body and every time somebody would come sit on the coffin they're like oh they're gonna fight <laughs> it was and it's and that was like audience superiority because the audience yeah. knew and every time you're getting nervous you know, right, you're getting yeah, really right. really nervous so, and that's that's kind of what you want. If you can keep the audience engaged in that way, where they're yeah. like, ah, if it's a thriller or whatever, they're engaged. They're not gonna think, oh, this is low budget. This is the key is to write a good story. If it's not, if for some reason, um, people are not reacting to it the way you want to react, it, chances are the story is not. It might be good, but it's not good enough. So either yeah. you work on it more, or go on and work the next one and take experience from this put in the next one and that way you can make the next one better and then you do the same thing for the one after that and the one after that and the one after that and, that's and I think I think what also when when people if, if you get rejected though and but if they say it's a good read that is a good thing because when you have a good read at least the people and and I think a lot of them mean that when they say a good read because you know um they they rather just reject it if it's but if it's a good read, at least you know that they read it. They, you know, I, I, a lot of people think that might be garbage, but I sometimes really used to believe that if it was a good read, they enjoyed it, but it was just not right for them. 
but you know and so the the person shouldn't get that upset because a good reader is more like a positive review kind of you know um because if it's not good they don't even say anything half the time and you know i mean having having had as many clients as i did i really must say i had fabulous clients i don't think a lot of those writers stayed in it but they should have and they didn't and but i'm, I'm going to ask you a question about books because i know that you did, you know, you. There were some that were optioned that of my clients, but how did how do you think? I think people when they write books, it could be a script. Not every move, not every book is a script, but why is it that it's very difficult? I know you used to read things, but a lot of times they won't read a book that's long. So if you have a novella, that's what I give advice. Now write a small a novella, maybe they'll read it then. How do you feel about that? They're not going to read 500 pages of a book, I don't think. Yeah, that that I mean that's true. It, it depends on who you're sending the book to. I think yeah. I think with with anything nowadays, and I believe it's for books too. Um, uh, from my, I have a friend of mine who has a small. Uh, he's a small publisher, and he publishes um, um, you know n- novels, and he's published uh, at least one novella and a few comic mm-hmm. books, and. So he publishes those kind of things. It's a very specific market, very specific kind of crowd. Yeah. Um, but from what I learned from him is actually it's still very similar to uh, to screenplays. The 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 the, um, the books that you that you're um, that you're that you write, whether it's a novella or a 500 page or 350 page novel, whatever it is. The, yeah. the key to remember is that don't worry so much about whether people are going to read it or not. Worry about if there's heat on it before somebody of of importance reads it. And somebody of importance, I mean by a public, yeah. uh, you yeah. know, major yeah. publisher or whatever your yeah. goal is, or a producer. Because people want something that have heat on it. I mean, if you yeah. think about it this way, if you, if you go to, if you think about it, I worked in car sales many, many years ago. And Think about it this way: If a customer comes in and you have cars on the lot, and uh, you're trying to you're trying to convince this customer, yeah, this car is good, this car is good, it comes off as a little bit desperate. It depends on how you're doing yeah. it, of course. Yeah. But it might yeah. come across this way. Now, let's say you brought a bunch of people, you put them in front of one car, you t- you you told them all at the same time how good is this car, and you let them touch the features and whatever, and then suddenly another customer comes in lot and sees everybody's looking at this one particular car. Chances are they're going to be curious about that car. They're going to want to come yeah. and see that car, not the, not the car that – so the car that they probably came for, which might be a different model, right, right, is the right. second thing yeah. on their mind. They're curious about that. It's like when you drive by an accident. You know how people yeah. slow down? They tell you you're not supposed to slow down, but you slow yeah, down right. anyway. They do anyway. They look at yeah. an accident. Yeah, so it's the same thing. People want something. People want what other people want. People want heat. If there isn't heat That's on something, true. No, that, that is true. You know, because if you try to make it really different, I learned that a long time ago. You know, people are trying to make things different, but they sometimes really want the same. They don't really want it yeah. that different. You, you know, I mean, you try to, you know, because you know, if you get some, there's a lot of people that do, you know, they write something that's really, I mean, so off you know, that you, you can't sell it or, but they think that's the right way to do it, but not really, because then they'll go like, well, who's the audience? If they don't know who their audience is, then how are they going to be able to sell it to somebody else? Because you got to, you know, when one production company does it, I mean, most time when you look at movies now, there's a lot of producers in there. It's not, you know, just like one or two. There's like, sometimes I've counted, there's like 12 producers in a movie. So you you know you gotta make it where it's interesting where people will be able to sell it to somebody else because when you you know because one company might not have all the money to get it together that's the other thing I wanted to talk about is the part when people they'll say like okay a small production company took my book or my script and they don't have any money to pay me because there's you know and uh, they give it to them for like three years and I go like oh my god you know I mean that's three years you're tied up how do you feel about that now I mean three years is a long time to tie up a script and a lot of times if they don't do it right away they may not be as active active looking for other production companies to come in with them how do you feel about that 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't. I think each circumstance is different, but it's in different. general, yeah. uh, for 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 three years of a three-year option or a two-year option, I think it's always too much. I think yeah. um, depending on the person, depending exactly what their goals are, whether it's a patch an actor or a director first, or, or yeah. maybe they're getting part of the money. I don't know. Depending on each situation, um, it, it might be generally. The, the the more realistic options is between nine and eighteen months. That's Anything the, longer yeah, yeah. longer than yeah. that, or or sometimes a shopping agreement, which is technically yeah. not an option, but a shopping agreement for thirty days, sixty. I days, like that better. 90, I, I like that days. though. Actually, that's good. I, I enjoyed. I think that's a good thing because, you know, if at the beginning, a lot of times they try to you know, have it out there. But then after that, you know, then they go, well, maybe it's, I may, you know, they're not going to be able to do anything with it. It sounds like a short period of time, but it, it, sometimes people lose interest in this business, I think, fast. You know, if, it's, if, they, if they, they don't feel that they have a hot product, then sometimes they lose interest. You they know? do, yes. Do, There's a short attention span. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I I mean I think then and I think when people hear this sometimes it sounds like you're negative not you but you know we're negative talking about things like this but this is really the truth and you know um, I always try to do that with my clients and I know you did too always because you were always fair you got back to people and you know uh, it is difficult sometimes because you know I think on one of your YouTube's you talk about. Um, People like agents want to do things like okay, let's say they get twenty scripts. You really want to read them, but you don't know how long it's going to take you because you have another other things to do. So I mean, people do get impatient. What do you say to them? Um, I I think I think um, the key is, um, and you probably heard this before, but um, it's persistence. But there's yeah. also a way of being persistent without being a pest. There's a period of yeah. time where after a certain pre- period of times, you're supposed to, like, stop. You get the message. Don't don't think, oh, maybe they didn't get it. Maybe No. Just assume that they read it and move on. Because yeah. you you pester them or, or, or too many yeah. times, it's just going to – it's not going to work in your favor, especially in the future. They'll remember you as the pest. That is true. People, you do like you remember a lot of people you talk to. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I do. I, you know, listen. I used to talk to a lot of people. I mean, it was so different. I think even like eight years ago, it was much different. You know, I mean, there were a lot of production companies at the time, and like you're saying now, there are. You know, but years ago, there were a lot of production companies, and you know. So if you had a lot of clients, you could just keep sending things out. And, you know, it, but unfortunately, a lot of them were rejected, you know. And um, one of the problems is getting an agent, as you know, and it's really hard for people to get agents or managers. Um, I myself, even being an agent, I, I should have taken some of the, the – when I, I should have sent my stuff a lot of times in, but you can't really do that, you know, when you're an agent. It's not, you know – and my manager, he sent stuff out, but, you know, so people want to know how they get an agent and why they aren't accepted. I mean, you know, they don't realize that how hard this is for an agent to say no because you really would like to take a lot of people, but you can't. You know, so what would you say yeah. to people out there? Because I know they're going to – that's the biggest thing is how do I get an agent? How do I get a manager? The, the, for, for agents and managers, it's the same exact process, and there's one way to get yeah. them. And the way to get them is to have heat on your material before you even yeah. get to them. Yeah. And then yeah. strangely enough, they're going to come, come after you. Now, if they don't, which sometimes doesn't, you know, it's hard. It's hard to, yeah. Right it away, hard. right away, while you still have heat, because sometimes they don't because there's like a lot, it, maybe it, it, you might get heat on the script when there's a certain market, so they're busy, they're not paying yeah. attention to you. Don't think that, oh, it wasn't enough heat or, or whatever. If it's, if you know you got heat on your script, there's, you know, and it has to be heat. Uh, not your friend thinking your script is great, but and I'll tell you what I mean by heat in a second. But if you don't have it, if you have heat on your script, right away, you have less than a month. After a month, you're not a hot commodity. One month, yeah. 30 days. 
Yeah. You right yeah, away approach those owners and say, hey, my script made it in this competition. Uh, I have this producer attached, and he has a fourth of the money attached. That's heat. Oh, this, this actor was reading it right away, 30 yeah. days. After 30 days, it dies. It, 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 yeah. it, that's it. It's, it's dead. It, Unless I know. you still have the heat after 30 days. Yeah. But, and but it's, hard, it's hard. I mean, it's project. hard to it, it's hard to tell people. That, but it, the truth is, you know. But in the meantime, if it's even if it's you know not as hot as it could be, but you just got to keep writing scripts because you because if you write one script, sometimes a manager or an agent, I, I think you'll agree on this, wants to know you can write more than one script. You know, not just yeah. one, because, you know, then they don't have anything else to sell. Because what if somebody says, well, I don't like this one, but what else did this, you know, screenwriter write? And you got to have yeah, something. Yeah, they want, they, they, they want to see that you're not a one-hit wonder. Right. Um, so exactly. they, they used to say have two scripts. I say have yep. three scripts. Yeah, I agree. And, I do. And then a fourth one that you've started working on. Because so, the, what know, that tells them is if you get signed, is that, okay, you have a fourth one, and now, you can, oh, right, you're, you're working you on write. a fourth one? Oh, yeah. you can write. You're, you're, you're yeah. working ahead. Yeah, I think that I think that write, I think that sometimes, you know, you really do have to have, a, like even the same thing with books. I mean, you have to keep writing, you know, because you have to get your brand out there, and you it's it, as it is, you know, one is not enough of anything because, you know, you really – Sometimes people, and the other thing is when they write a log line and they don't have the script, I don't think it's a good idea because you know what? Sometimes you just can't write it. It just doesn't work. And you better have it ready if somebody wants to read it. So don't write the log line, I think, and then just say, oh, if they want it, I'll write the script. This is not going to happen because, you know, if they want it, like, in one of your YouTube, you said, or I think that's where I, I heard it for the YouTube. You've been put, you put a lot of things out now. I, I didn't realize how much you put out, but you have a yeah. lot out there. <laughs> you do. I didn't. I didn't realize that. It, it, you know, I don't know why I didn't. I didn't know. And but in one of them, it, it, we were, you know, that's what I was listening to. You know, some of the th- advice you give is really good, and I want people to like when they write a script. If they consult with you, would that be a good place to? I mean, they have to. They should start with you to consult to see, you know, what you're thinking about the script before they get out there. Um, you, you mean before they even before they write the script? No, after they write. Well, in this case, like let's say they they're all done with their script, the first script, and not just the log line. I mean, if they write the script and you know. Because you, you would want to see the script, too. You don't want just a log line. You know, if somebody's interested in having you consult with them. But although you, or you do have something that says consulting on your yeah, site. So, so, so basically, like, for, for, the, for uh, the script coverage and the, and the development notes, those yeah. two different services, there has to be, their script has to be completed. So the people that come to me have their script completed, and I give them feedback, either the co- either just coverage or just development notes, depending on what they choose. The other one, the career consultation, or, or what you know, or whether it's the thirty minute or sixty minute, they, yeah. they, the people that have come to me have come to me for reasons such as um, one of them had, I think it was like close to fifteen log lines. I had about 15 log lines and she came to me and she wanted to know what this script was uh, 40 pages into it. The script was 60 pages into it. The script, I only finished act one, this page, the script, I finished all of it. The script is not started yet. The script and about 15 of them. And then she asked me, so which one of these ideas, and there were the log lines there, which one of these ideas should I be working on? And that was the 30, that was a 30 minute call. So not all yeah. of them had scripts done because she wasn't asking me to give development notes or or give coverage. She was asking me to consult your opinion about on how to do what, stuff. Because yeah, the, my opinion. Right. Yeah. Yeah. See, because a lot of people don't know where to go. I mean, that's what that's one of the reasons um, I still remained talking to people. And, and actually, I have people calling me and they're actually begging me to take them on. And I feel bad. I can't, you know, I just not doing it now, but they can't find agents, you know, and I think, you know, um, that you're doing this is a good thing because they have nowhere to go 
for help. Nobody answers these questions for them. They really don't know, and they have to have some help. Yeah, absolutely, you know. yeah. And this is why I'm I'm putting out the the videos for free because I I want people yeah. to get this information. There's more and more information that I'm I'm going to be putting out, but I'm putting out as much of this as possible. I think it's great that you do that, what, honestly, because it I when that's when I didn't realize that you were doing this. That I saw all these, I'm thinking like this is really good because there's no. That's why I I'm starting to have shows with producers, directors, so I can. So people can listen to these and know what to do because a lot of times the things that you and I know for we've been doing this for a long time, they don't know. And this will keep them on the right track. And you are offering a lot of good things that they need. I mean, it's very important to have someone to talk to that can tell you like you are doing. I mean, and that's you. But we should say that you do charge. And I think that's right. I think nowadays, I think that a lot of people have started to feel that they would like things for free, but this is not the way it should be. People should pay for these services because it's very, it, it takes you time to do this. Oh yeah. It's very, for the, um, especially for the, uh, for the development notes and the preparation for the calls, depending what the call is about. It, it it takes quite a bit of time, but the, yes, the, it does. the thing about all of this is that there's a variety of levels of service, so it depends yes. what you're looking for, and every single one will help you, every yeah, single one. Great. It doesn't matter which one you pick, um, but the also even better thing about all of this is that now my blog is free. The information on there, a lot of it that yeah. you're, you don't learn in screenwriting classes, um, right. is for free on there. You don't have to go buy a book. You, you know, you, you, it's always good to hear other writers and other uh, producers who write books and whatnot hear the perspectives and see what they're doing. So look at all of them, try, use what works and use what doesn't, and don't use what the, what doesn't work. But but what the way I'm doing it, the way I choose to do it is instead of to write it in a book or whatever, I put it in the blog for people to read and get the information. I put it in the vlog. Some people prefer to watch. I put it in the vlog and I let them get the information. I I think. They need because I think I it's see great. A lot of I think it's great because there isn't any, there really isn't there isn't there aren't really a lot of things like that that you know that are giving some free advice. But also, I mean, you you've done this for years. That my my big problem is for people is when they go to people and they spend money, and I I, I can tell you that I've had people that have told me in order to get a book or whatever they spent over fifteen thousand dollars and they. And the people didn't help them. They got their book made and maybe one, you know, and I'm always trying to tell people, you know, why don't you call me or ask me first before you go spend all this money? Because you know as well as I do, there's a lot of people out there that do charge. And unfortunately, I I didn't charge because a WG agent cannot charge. They don't let you. So, I mean, I, I people used to say to me, just get yourself a little timer and then time the people. I go like, what? <laughs> They're talking to me. What am I supposed to do, like an egg timer? You know, they wanted me to just say talk for two minutes. You know, I, you can't do that because that's why someone like you is very helpful now. Yeah, I think, because, yeah. And, then, you know, and they, you, they should pay you. This is important. Yeah, I mean, for the 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 good thing is the you know the services are are the services that help them with their scripts and oh, you know good. and their yeah. and their career and stuff. But the vlog and and the and the blog, which, you know, the, which is which is the free are their free information. And what's good about them is that free information, an agent or a manager that they call doesn't have time to tell them, they sit there and explain right. to them and stuff because they assume this is something you should know. So I if know. they look online. Look at my blog, blog. Look at other blogs and vlogs, and see what's in, you know what's common and stuff, and and get your free information from there. It's also good. It, I mean, it's, of course, it's good to read books, but but you know this is this is free information. This is something like you don't have to go buy a book. I mean, you could go to the library and get a book, or you could watch these right. videos. So you have the different avenues depending what you're more comfortable with. Yeah, um, I, I think that's a good, you know, because, like, like, you know, people do ask me all the time. But, you know, the reason I say that people should be paid for this is because uh, I think a lot of people have a notion now that a lot of everything should be free if it's online or whatever. And it's not because 
you know, it took you a lot of years to get where you got, where you know all this information. It didn't just happen. And, and you can't get it from school because you have to be in this business to really get it because it's not like other businesses. And people don't understand it if you're not in this business. You know, because a lot of people say, oh, you wrote a script? Oh, you're going to get a movie. I had several clients like that. If they had an option, they said, oh, my movie's coming out. I would go like, I said, you can't say you're having a movie out because you don't know if you're going to ever, you know, just because they optioned it doesn't mean it's going to be a movie. And, you know, you're out there telling people what they need to know so they don't, you know, they don't lose faith because that's what happens. They don't get it. And then they feel terrible, and it's not really about them. It's just the way the business is. They exactly, take it, you yeah. can't take and, it personally. With the thing with the Internet now, there, there's, there's, honestly, there's no excuse why people should not know certain information. They can go online and look and read before they, before they do anything. I mean, yeah, once you research true. a company before you send them a script to know if it fits in – you know, in their budget before you even send yeah. it to them, it's the same thing. So you gotta, if you were for, I mean, if you were going for a regular day job, wouldn't you research the company so you know in the interview yeah. to impress the, the? It's the same thing. So you have to research this stuff because you're trying to impress. So you research this stuff. Query letter. You research how to write a query letter. You research how to pitch. Don't just assume that the way you're going to write it is, is is the accurate way. Yeah. So besides, besides getting, you know, like, I mean, um, I think there, like we were talking before the show for a minute about ink tip and places like that. Uh, do you think people, um, it's a good idea these days to still do things like that? I, I still kind of think that they can find managers and agents through ink tip, you know, and uh, I don't know very, I don't know that many other places anymore that, well, virtual pitch fest, I think, too. Maybe they, where they can send it if they don't have an agent. What yeah, when they they're, ask they're, you, they're, how am I going to get an agent? You know, because that's the, the most. The, that's the that, that's the. I get the most questions about that. How do I get an agent? I, I think I think the uh, again I think that you know these services like InkTip, the Virtual Pitch Fest are great services, and I've you know I've when I was managing I looked at scripts. Yeah, um, you were. I know you, you know, were on there too. But I, I think things have changed now. It, that's not enough. If you're gonna, those think about it this way: the ink tip and and pitch fests and you know and uh, something like virtual pitch fest. These are the these are the the um, these are the these are the vehicles. So these are the cars, the trucks. Yeah. In order to move the truck or the vehicle that you're gonna drive, you actually yeah. need fuel in it. It, it won't start. Otherwise, it's not going to move. Yeah. No matter how much you will it to move, it's not going to move. And that fuel yeah. is the heat. You need the heat for it to move forward. And if you get that heat on the script in some shape or form that makes sense. So, for example, you make it in the Sundance Writers Lab. You you are the first or second round in the Austin Film Festival. You make it to the right, Nickel So you think festivals are good and competitions are good for people to do. Then that's a good yeah. Yes. Yeah, that, that's not the only way to get heat. There's uh, there's many many other ways doing short films and you know playing them. There's there, there's lots lots of other yeah. ways of like a long conversation, but there's lots of other ways to get heat. Yeah. But these are just some of the ways. So the key is to figure out and you gotta think think outside the box. Figure out how to get heat on it. Get heat on it. See how other people got heat, and then see what yeah. works for you. If you don't get heat on it, chances are they're not going to pay attention. Why would yours stick out from? The hundreds I know that's see that right. That's that's the that's the hugest issue. Yeah, that's the biggest issue because there are so many scripts out there. You know, they're really. I mean, you know, they're just everywhere, and that's the thing. How to get noticed? It's hard, but they got. That's the thing. They got to try. You know, and I guess, you know, when you're saying heat, though, a lot of people, you know, they don't stay around long enough or write long enough. You know, and so I think. It's. I used to say it's the strongest survive. You know, you just have to believe that uh, hopefully it'll happen for you. But it, you know, you have to be patient and keep writing. And you know, and like I will be sending people with your YouTube so they can at least know how to. You know, because they're asking me all the time the same questions. That's why I'm doing these shows now. About we, I did a lot of shows about books, but 
script writing and screenwriting, people really want to know about that. And there's not as much information. There is information, but there's not like, like you're giving it because you've done this for years and you know um, the good and bad of this business. And you know how to get them places or tell them where to go because they really don't know. So that's why I'm very glad that you came on the show to talk about things like this because they, I feel too that they don't know what to do. And Absolutely. It, and that is there anything you'd like to, for the last words here? Would you like to say to people that they, you know, because you have a lot co- going on. So, um, I you want to tell them you how to get how to find you? That would be probably a good way to start. Um, yeah. So um, I, you can find me on. Uh, um, I am trying to remember what the address for the YouTube channel is, but it's uh, it's Sammy Montana. It's on uh, where yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, I found yours, and also... I found you could do it that way. Just go under Sammy Montana and for the YouTubes. But I I think I put a YouTube out there, and I will put some of the others out as links on our page. And um, I think if you put your name in, you could find it in the YouTube. Okay. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's I did, also, and then it says the date. Read... It says like eight months ago, seven months ago. It's easy. I mean, yours are oh, actually exactly. easy to find. Okay. Yeah, no, they are. Because it says when you did it. Where, uh, right, and if they're writing scripts or, you know, just other things that you do. And that's, that's a big help to people. Absolutely. You know, I, don't know I mean, if you they can find me on the anarchy management. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I try, I try and put out different ones in terms of the the vlog and and the blog too. I mean, there's there's going to be one that's coming out soon, and that's the on the anarchymanagement.com um, slash. Um, so, are you managing I'm, people I'm at all? The, are you managing people I, at all or not at all? No. Um, I'm I'm not. No, I haven't been managing okay. for a while. I've been focusing on the yeah, script consulting and my own writing, but uh, yeah. I know, me neither. That's the thing. I'm not either, you know, and that's the question everybody asks is how to get noticed or, you know, and it's, you know, it's hard, but my advice is write a really good script, keep writing, you know, and I, you know, there are companies, are there companies now, if, you know, if I think there are because if, it, if they look them up, it's easier, it's so easier, it's so much easier now for people, I think, to find people than it was years ago because they're on, you know, Twitter and Facebook and, you know, there's so much more communication. It's, you know, it was a lot harder, I think, before to even reach anybody. Absolutely. I, I, I tracked down a big director that shall remain nameless, but I tracked him down to read a script that my 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 client, I'm used to saying my client, my yeah. co-writer and I, we had a script that made the nickel semifinals this year and we, you know, we, we I tracked down the director and I I send it to him. Yep. And that was all through the internet. I didn't have to go through his agent and stuff. And See, all right. See, that's yeah, that's the thing, right? You know, and I think you know. So, all right, I myself will do one thing that I have not done competitions. So I won a couple when uh, Craig Clyde and I did some, and he sent to me, and he was always good at sending his, you know, because he we had some scripts together. I was not really good at sending things in you know, for myself, which was, you know, I, that's what I started to say before. It was a mistake, but then again, I had a lot of connections, but I, you can't really push your own things while you're pushing your clients. It's just not a good thing to do. So Absolutely. I, 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 I agree. Yeah. I never, I never, you know, I never focused, uh, you know, I never actually wrote when I was managing, but, uh, but even if I did, I, I, you know, I, I would have to focus on my clients. I know that. See, that's the thing. Right, me too. And then, you know, and I realized that afterwards that, you know, I think I should be writing more. So that's what happened. But that's one of the things. All right, so I, I do thank you so much for coming on. I really hope you will come on again, and I um, hope to be sending people to you because I really think the services that you offer are really what they need. I mean, they're good. They're, they really are concise and what they absolutely need to get better and get, you know, seen out there because that logline synopsis consultation is important for people. Absolutely, absolutely. They, they, the, the feedback is important before somebody sees it and rejects it when it hasn't gone through feedback, things that you could have prevented ahead of time. Right, but, because uh, any, thank you so anytime much for you having send something me, in that's good, right, and anytime that, some, that somebody reads something that, that someone like you has seen it already, you'll at least tell them what they did wrong so they won't, get rejected right off the bat. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so it's 12 o'clock already here. So, And I do thank you, and um, I'll keep in touch with you more because I know I don't know what happened. I, I should have known all the things that you were doing, but I just thought you were still doing the management. But this, is, this will be a help for people because they do ask me what to do. Absolutely. You know? Thank you, Marcia. And I will thank definitely you send them to you. All right, thank you so much. My pleasure. And, and bye. And good night bye. to everybody. And I will be on next. Well, I won't be, but I uh, Virginia will be on Monday. So have a great day tomorrow. Goodbye. Thank you again. <laughs>